Welcome to The Profitable Way. I am your host, Robin Gooding, and this is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to do good in the world while pursuing profits and living a rich life. I truly believe that the missing link to multi-passionate, heart-centered entrepreneurs is the intersection of a holistic strategy, an efficient back-end system, and the soul work that focuses on our inner world so that our outer world can flourish. My clients have quit the cubicle, moved overseas for the digital nomad life, more than doubled their income, and expanded their lives using my signature framework that integrates strategy, systems, and soul. If you're looking to clarify your strategy, structure and optimize your systems, and amplify your soul work, you are in the right place. I promise to relentlessly support you making money online, doing what you love, so that you can live your version of an epic and rich life. Hello, welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for joining in and I would love to know where you're joining from. So feel free to hop in my Instagram DMs at robin.gooding and let me know where you listen. Every month I select a winner for a gift card. So all you have to do is hop in there, let me know who you are, where you listen, and you are eligible for that giveaway. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about archetypes for personal leadership. And to me, personal leadership is the beginning and end of your success as a CEO. And there's quite a few elements that make up the whole CEO. And so one thing that's been really, really useful for me in my entrepreneurial journey is the use of archetypes. And archetypes have been used across different coaching and personal development platforms for a long, long time. And so it's possible that you have either come across these already or possibly even use them in your work. However, the archetypes I have leaned on and I teach my clients and I'm going to describe today are applied to the embodiment of CEO and leader of your business. So these archetypes are all about the way that you show up for your work, your clients, and your big vision. Now, these are not my own creation, but they are ones I have intentionally selected because they have been extremely useful in my journey and in the journey of many of the clients I've worked with. The way that I use these archetypes is to consider each one of them as one component of the whole CEO being, all right? So we all have these elements within us to varying degrees, and they show up differently at different times. So for example, this will make more sense when I go through what they are, but in marketing, you may be the lover where you build strong connections in an intimate community Or you may be the rebel wanting to break all the rules and do things your own way. Maybe you embody some of each of these. The purpose to this is not to judge yourself, but just to raise awareness around how you're being and where you may want to shift towards that internal alignment to get you where you want to go. Another example is you may be the martyr with some of your clients. There may be no boundaries. You may frequently jump into fixing mode and take personal responsibility for what should be their responsibility. 
in this situation, the archetypes are useful because they will remind you to shift back towards the queen archetype. And we'll go into what that means. All right, so I'm going to firstly outline the different archetypes. There's quite a few of them. And then I'm going to outline what is underneath, what some qualities are attached with each of these archetypes. And then I want you to think about which roles you play in which parts of your business. All right, so let's start. So all the different elements that make up the whole are these different elements of you. And the archetypes are the queen, the heroine, the sage, the lover, the explorer, the martyr, the warrior, the creatrix, the rebel, and the innocent. So I am going to outline what each of these means individually. All right, so there's 10 archetypes, and I'm going to break them down. So the queen in your business, she represents innate confidence. She takes her place at the throne. She steps into that authority, and she has deep trust in the timing, in the outcomes, in the beliefs of the business. She also embodies compassion both for herself and others, and she reveres self-responsibility and ownership. She is not entitled. She really has the sense of, I am here to make a difference. It is my responsibility to show up for myself and my people. I belong to myself first, and that's where that innate confidence comes from, as well as that innate worthiness. Okay, so that's the queen. The heroine, she embodies courage and strength and power, and she is activated when there's a situation that needs her to really step up and step into courage and power. The innocent archetype, this is all about innocence and playfulness, that childlike wonder and naivety, that optimism. These are the traits that are really the inner child. Then we have the archetype of the sage. Now, this is all about the embodiment of wisdom, humility, empathy, grace, mercy, justice. The sage trusts life's timing and is not afraid to go slow. There's no urgency. There's no scarcity. And there's a deep devotion to doing things the right way and taking a stand for what is right. There's the rebel. The rebel is risk-taking, freedom-seeking, systems-questioning, independent thinking. The rebel sees things in a fresh way and is not afraid to be counterculture to go left when they say you have to go right. They're the rule breaker. Then we have the archetype of the lover. The lover is passionate and relational, romantic, devoted, loyal, deep sense of belonging, and generous. 
The lover is very generous. Then we have the archetype of the creatrix. This is the visionary. The creatrix is artistic and innovative and willing to express what is honest and true. And so there's a lot of truth that gets expressed through the creatrix. It's raw, oftentimes unpolished, but it's always got a deep message that takes people somewhere. There's a strong imagination and a strong vision building component to the creatrix. Then we have the archetype of the explorer, and this is all about curiosity and a sense of fearlessness as well as unique perspectives because the explorer is well-traveled. They've seen different angles and you know, I love leaning on the Explorer when there's a launch of a new offer, for example, because leaning into curiosity and putting something out there and not being afraid of failure and also leveraging all the previous experiences can be really, really, really helpful. So that's the Explorer willing to go into new zones. Then we have the Warrior. And the warrior is, and that's W-A-R-R-I-O-R, not about worrying, Uh, but the warrior is competitive and purpose-driven, very decisive and disciplined. This archetype is all about being focused and resilient and that stamina, that stamina that is just so important, especially when things are not always butterfly and roses. And lastly, we have the martyr. And so the martyr is self-sacrificing. This is the archetype where there's a huge sense of needing to fix. There's also a lot of resentment from leaky boundaries. And there's a difficulty in receiving. And this is an archetype that I notice is quite common in early stage coaches because they're willing to be everything for everybody. They want to fix the world. (laughs) And then they resent clients who are not honoring boundaries, who are messaging them outside of hours, who are canceling on calls last minute, who are not paying on time. And at the same time, they're probably undercharging for their services while over-delivering. And so the martyr is an archetype that's obviously more of a saboteur than being of service to you or your business. But the martyr is helpful in that the martyr reminds us of where we need to have boundaries and where we can be open to receiving and where we can trust life and the process and not need to fix everything and everyone. So I'm really curious which of these archetypes jumped out to you as the most useful or the most relatable which ones you found yourself labeling as good or bad and which ones you're curious about exploring more for your business. So as I said in the opening example, the martyr may show up with some clients where there's no boundaries and you're going into the fixing mode and 
you know, you're really carrying the burden of your clients when it's not your responsibility. And so you may be listening to this thinking, gosh, I really do embody the the warrior too much. And I'm ready to step into the queen. I'm ready to innately trust my worthiness and to be more confident and to still have that deep trust and compassion, but from a place of personal responsibility and belonging, not needing to fix and overgive from a place of like a a worthiness wound, right? You may be thinking, you know what? I really could use some more rebel, (laughs) you know? I need to break some more rules. I need to stand out more. I need to be willing to follow my truth, not just what I've been taught or mentored. Maybe I need to step out completely from any of the systems and structures that feel like home and cultivate a sense of who I am in the world and what I want to bring and do and how I want to say that. And you might get very specific about where that needs to happen. Maybe it's in your newsletter. Maybe it's in your business structure. I recently connected with a coach who does not do packages at all. Every client session is an ad hoc session. That's the rebel saying, I'm going to do things my way. The lever, maybe there's not enough intimate community connection in your business. Maybe there's a call to soften into that relationship with your people. Maybe there's a call to be more devoted to community building and to the relationships that you're cultivating and to be more generous with your time there. Maybe there's a call to really tap into the innocent and to just dream again and to be playful in your business, to view your business strategy and marketing and all of it through this lens of wonder. What is possible for me if I didn't have any restrictions? Where do I want to play? What may great instead of always having my adult brain <laughs> kind of tell me what's going to go wrong, right? Like where can I be just really optimistic? And if everything was going to work out, where would I go? How would I build this business? Where would I play? Maybe there's a call to be more of the sage, to bring more depth and empathy and humility to your, to your work, to how you manage your team, maybe even to yourself. And, you know, one thing I really do think that is common is a lot of people are in the early stages, really focused on the martyr and the warrior. So the warrior is that competitive, purpose-driven, decisive, disciplined, focused person and is absolutely essential. So I was heavily in the warrior mode or the warrior archetype in the early stages of my business, and it served me well. I was so clear. I was so focused. I had incredible stamina so much resilience. I fell down many times, just kept bouncing back up. I was not competitive with others, but with myself and and with that devotion to continued growth. And then there came a point where I was like, wow, I've just been the warrior for so long. 
I really want to go into the creatrix. I want to soften into the vision. I want to tap more into the art and the craft and the the poetic experience of marketing and innovation. And so I share that from the angle that maybe there's an archetype that's been really strong for you in your business and it served you really, really, really well. And there's a part of you that's really softening into the idea of leaning somewhere else in the season and softening into another way of being so that you can regain some of that balance and internal alignment. All right. And I think that, you know, the feminine way of doing business can often really vilify the warrior and those sort of more masculine tendencies to to be not in hustle mode, but because there is obviously always a toxic version of that. But I also think there's a healthy version of that. And so it's just really about not necessarily labeling something as good or bad. Or maybe you feel like some of these archetypes are more natural or less natural for you. But it's about asking the question, like, what's going to serve me and my business in the season? Personally, right now, I'm leaning heavily (laughs) into the queen, the rebel, and the creatrix and the explorer. Those are four archetypes that I'm really leaning heavily in and they're serving me in this season. In a previous season, as I said, I was definitely in warrior mode. I was also definitely in the heroine mode. Like everything felt urgent. Everything felt like a big thing and I had to, and scary. Everything felt new. So I had to really lean on that courage and strength and power to take up more space and do scary things and kind of leap into the unknown. And in this season, there's a call for something else. All right. So I hope that really understanding the archetypes and how all of these are parts of us and all of these are available to us and we can get curious about where we may want to lean into or lean out of an archetype or a way of being that we're showing up in our business so that we can become really focused on being the energy and embodying what it is we're trying to bring to life. All right. If you have any questions about this, feel free to hop in my DMs. As I said, these are not archetypes that I came up with myself. They're ones that I've leaned on personally and I've helped clients activate or connect with these archetypes in their business in different ways, um, whether it's, you know, trying to bring out the creatrix more in the social media, trying to lean more into the rebel in the business model and in pricing structure, leaning into the explorer during product development or launching, leaning into the warrior when there's just a lack of energy and momentum and just things really need to get done. And of course, I'm always encouraging my clients to lean into the queen, which is that innate confidence, the deep trust, the compassion, the self-responsibility, and the innate worthiness. I'm going to also pop these in the show notes for those of you that are more visual learners. And I will be back in here next week with another episode. 
Thank you so much for joining in today's discussion. I am grateful that you are here and in this community, and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Have an amazing rest of your day. I'm Robin Gooding, and you've been listening to the Profitable Way podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at robin.gooding and join the Facebook community through the link in my Instagram bio. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this episode so that I can continue to share this message with other entrepreneurs looking to pursue their dream online. I hope you'll join in next week for another episode, and I hope that you always remember that the best is yet to come.